Welcome to the Better Eye Health Podcast with Damon P. Miller II, MD. This particular podcast is an excerpt from the weekly conference calls. Dr. Miller focuses on different topics connected to the Better Eye Health program. The topic of this session focuses on whether caffeine and coffee decrease blood flow to the eyes. Here is Dr. Miller. Uh, yes, hello, this is Ralph. And my hi, question Ralph. is about... Hi. My question is about caffeine. Uh, I read somewhere that uh, caffeine can uh, cause a restriction of blood flow to the optic nerve, and I was wondering uh, what your view was on drinking coffee. Is it counterproductive? Well, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, it can reduce blood flow, um, but it can also open blood flow up. Um, it's, uh, blood flow in the brain and the eye is a, a very complex thing. And um, because it's, it's controlled by two different systems that balance each other. The autonomic nervous system has the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Those are the medical terms for it. So the sympathetic is kind of the um, uh, part of the autonomic nervous system that, that would be fight or flight, really pump you up. But it uh, can also can shut down blood flow to the brain, but it depends on what the nature of the stress is. Sometimes sympathetic overload, and that's kind of the state that caffeine mimics. It, it produces a sort of sympathetic in, or increase in sympathetic tone. It can also open up blood flow. But the effect of coffee also is complex, and caffeine is complex because it has not just an effect on the nervous system, it has an effect on the liver. Uh, there's a certain uh, workload that the liver has to do to process the caffeine. And um, interestingly, in oriental medicine, there's a connection between the, what, the organ that we call the liver and the system that's referred to as the liver system, which is much broader than just that organ in Chinese medicine. And there's a connection between that system and the visual system in oriental medicine. So anything that stresses the liver is going to be a little bit negative on the eyes. You know, caffeine is one of those things that I think if you're going to be drinking it, as long as you do it in moderation, um, you know, if you have some coffee in the morning and you're not drinking coffee all day long, not drinking coffee late at night, you know, you probably will tolerate it pretty well. One of the things that's interesting just about caffeine and coffee is it's been a very highly studied drug. You know, it's essentially a drug, legal, but a drug. You know, people have been very worried about the negative health effects that caffeine might have and coffee might have. And, uh, you know, when you consider the billions of cups of coffee that people consume probably every day, I don't know, every attempt to try and link consumption of coffee, consumption of caffeine with some disease, with some cancer or some degenerative disease or some circulatory disease, you never find a connection. And part of the reason for that is that coffee, if it's prepared from just the whole beans. You know, coffee is a, a plant substance. It's a whole substance. And there are more good things in coffee than there are bad things, and they weigh each other out. The reason I say that is that in the few studies that they've done where they showed any negative impact at all from coffee or caffeine, it was from decaffeinated coffee. And part of the reason for that is that whatever process you use to decaffeinate the coffee, whether it's a water process or something a little more toxic, the 
whatever you do that removes the caffeine also removes a lot of the antioxidants and the other things that are good. And so you suddenly don't have a whole um, material anymore and it, it potentially could lead to some problems. So my recommendation is if you are going to drink coffee at all, just drink coffee and don't drink too much of it. You hear about how there are antioxidants in things like green tea. The, load, the, the amount of antioxidants in coffee far outweighs what's in green tea. So um, coffee isn't all evil, but you can definitely overdo anything, even something potentially good. So I would not worry too much. And no, I mean, I have had, and again, this is, this is I don't mean this as a fallback position, but I've had quite a few people that I've seen in this program who've done very, very well and they drink coffee. So I do not find evidence that coffee is the undoing of this program. So I hope that answers that question for you. I would say too, Damon, that it's also what you put in the coffee. So if you're doing a lot of like milk and sugar and things like yeah. that, that, that might yeah, not be great too. either for... Um, yeah, I mean, if your body doesn't like milk and you're loading up your coffee with half and half or milk, and, or if you're using some kind of bizarre, who knows what it is, you know, artificial creamer just to make it white, you know, there's all kinds of chemicals and things in there that may not be good for you. You can easily dump 20 grams of sugar into a cup of coffee, and that's over half the amount of sugar you should be eating for the whole day. So um, thank you for that. Yeah, that's very true. Tune in for more podcasts and other presentations go to www.bettereyehealth.com. There is hope for sight.